0: Alan Carroll is passionate about giving people the experience of mindfulness and presence through public speaking. Alan Carroll and Associates had transformed over 8,000 speakers across the globe. And Alan's daily yoga and meditation practices, which he learned at Isha Foundation with Sadhguru, are another layer in the foundation he has created to be grounded and non-judgmental in the present moment. He has dedicated his life in search of tools that can be used by everyone to escape the psychological suffering caused by our ego and reconnect to the vast transcendent spiritual dimension of consciousness that lies just on the other side of the thoughts we think. Alan Carroll is our guest today. But before we get into the episode, this is the Guiding Voice podcast series, PGV for a better future. Friends, I am your host, Navin Samala, just a fellow IT professional, on a but a passionate learner on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe and make the world a better place to live. Through the guiding voice, successful leaders and inspiring individuals across the globe share their insights with the world and our audience will acquire more knowledge and wisdom for every minute by tuning into our platform than any other podcast in this space, because We drive conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm extremely pleased to announce the guest, Alan. And hearty welcome, Alan. I'm super excited to have you part of my journey.
1: Well, Naveen, what a a pleasant way that you introduced the uh, learnings that you get when you're practicing mindfulness in front of audiences, like I'll demonstrate to your audience today. And these are things that Sadhguru would call the, the uh, sonya, sunya. It's the, it's, the, it's the ability to create the emptiness between the sounds that you speak. And most people just focus on the sound that you're going to speak. They don't focus on the emptiness between the sounds. And when you become aware of that, dimension of the sound, create emptiness, create sound, you become very mindful and present in the moment. And that's what we teach people. And that comes right from the good Lord himself, Sadhguru.
0: Wow. So in, in fact, uh, there's a lot of following for Sadhguru across the globe. And uh, definitely we are going to get some insights that you have learned from him in today's uh, show. And I'm super excited to get into our conversation. And Alan, before we dive deep into the mindfulness Me too. and the pub- public speaking stuff i am really curious to understand briefly about your career journey how did it all start and how you have become a coach today some of your learnings are going to reflect in today's conversation so before we get started with the mindfulness Absolutely. and all other details let's uh, briefly touch upon your career journey how did it all start and maybe share a couple of milestones
1: early teens I'm reading books from India on gurus, enlightenment, and the autobiography of a yogi, Paramahansa Yoga, not very instrumental in an awakening. There's something going on that I'm not, I don't have access to that seems like a pretty nice place to visit. And with, that led me on my journey as a psychologist. So my degrees are in psychologists. Because psychology, Naveen, is the inner journey. It's the focusing on what's going on inside my reality before I'm trying to screw around with the things outside, Uh, and that led me to, fortunately, to the stage of public speaking, where I've got to train speakers, and that was a whole wow. uh, Because speaking is the number one fear, and if you can you can break through that fear, you discover. A very nice place of, on the other side. So I get to teach stillness uh, to corporate people around the world now, uh, including India, many, many, many times.
0: Hmm. So you started uh, the spiritual journey and started reading about uh, about gurus and all early teens. That sounds so interesting and all. And what may really done with it? Now let's uh, move ahead and. Uh, talk about the top three things uh, that I've attributed to your success so far.
1: Having a passion
0: uh, that
1: burns inside of you, that shines the light, that allows you to see, which allows you to take a choice about what direction you want to choose in order to manifest your intention, which is to contribute and be of service to the transformation of consciousness for our brothers and sisters on the planet Earth. And if you don't have a passion, then it's sometimes hard to ignite the fire and to keep the fire alive. And so I was blessed very early in my career to be touched by a, a saint uh, who just told me, ignited the flame that then has been burning brightly for the last 40 years. So those are some of the Milestones of transformation that I've experienced along the way.
0: Hmm. Quite uh, interesting to know that aspect. And Alan, I'm really curious like you have coached students from across 60 different countries, right? So, are there any communication patterns that you have observed while coaching these uh, people from different countries?
1: There's only one difference between a professional speaker and an amateur speaker. And everybody that I've seen for the last forty years are all beginner amateur speakers because they're missing the perception of of one aspect of the speaking process which is completely ignored, which is the which is the conscious ability to create an empty space of sunya between the balls of energy. We're calling a sound, sonya, and then another ball of energy called a sound. So you need to get control of the tongue. You're to able to tell the tongue to stop. And now you have control of the ego. So if you can control the tongue, you control the ego, which gives you that sense of, 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 of mukti, which is Sadhguru talks about all the time. How do you get to the mukti? How do you get to the mukti? Well, the mukti is in the emptiness between the sounds that we as human beings. Mm
0: -hmm. So, uh, Alan, I'm also curious, how did you learn to practice this mindfulness? Because uh, in in this world today, we are constantly surrounded by digital devices and uh, not everybody is mindful 100% of the time. People are talking about multitasking, working on multiple things worrying about too many things, and missing the present moment as such, right? So how did you practice mindfulness?
1: Once again, mindfulness is a practice. Practice requires discipline, because you have to practice it every single day. And what's great about mindful, spacious speaking is that you are speaking all day long. And every time you speak, it's an opportunity to disrupt the fall, to disrupt the pattern, of the automatic speaking and then you have control of the of the speaking and that keeps you present and anchored in this moment of, in this moment of now and and a, a technique that you can use for your audience is called the stop technique s t o p just just you want to be able to sort of wake up from the dream of the thought and say oh i'm thinking right now all right okay i'm going to stop going to take three breaths full breaths belly breaths three breaths and then every time you breathe out you're going to allow the energy to observe the energy to flow through the bottom of your feet just it takes 30 seconds and then the p and stop is proceed with kindness say so thinks think a kind thought say a kind thing and that begins to disconnect you from the train of thought which is being agitated and gripping you with, especially with all the, with all the media. And, and, and if I can think of one thing, close your eyes as often as possible during the day, create those pockets of stillness because the stimulation, it comes through the visual when you watch the screens in the, in the social media, it's visual, shut the visual off because it creates, I don't know if you can see it, but you can tell it creates the agitation. Which creates the pain and the suffering. But when you turn the, when when, when you turn the social media off, clarity, soundness, logic, friendly, kind, compassionate, love return. So you have to reduce the agitation. Which is shut your eyes. <laughs> At least shut your eyes a couple of times a day. <laughs>
0: I I love.
1: I don't it. have time
0: for that, Naveen. I don't have time. <laughs> Indeed, so powerful, such a powerful message. I I love that uh, bottle example. I think uh, I think uh, I, I'm sure our audience are going to love this, and it's a very practical advice that you've uh, uh, shared with us. Thank you so much for that. And Ellen. How can we use this mindfulness to increase our ability to formulate thoughts and deliver them with clarity and certainty?
1: I make a sound here. I pause. I make a sound here. So let's just put the sounds aside and take a look at that pause. And when you, when you look at the pause, what you see is one of these. This is I control my speaking. I control my not speaking. And unless you create that space between the sounds consciously, you're an automatic speaker, which means you're driving the game with an automatic transmission in which you have no choice about the gears being changed. Or today, we're going to drive a, a stick shift, and I'm going to manually change mission of speed in which I operate the machine. And so now I have control. Of the tongue of the on-off switch, and that allows you to drop back into the empty space of which is there all the stimulating and social media and talking and judging and everything's going on. I'm too busy. Too, I, I, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. You have to be able to realize that the the, the busyness is a is a, a, agitates you mentally and if you're agitated mentally you can guarantee your agitated emotion when you speak either you're making a sound or you're not making a sound and when you can control the creation of making the sound and not making the sound you have control of the timing of your speaking which then gives you a choice about what about what you want about what you want to say and when you are able to create the emptiness you'll see there's a whole bunch of value in creating the emptiness between the sounds that I'm speaking to you right now, the experience of the value. Number one, when I'm able to pause during our conversation consciously, a wave of energy flows through my body and I become embodied and I become grounded. I become relaxed. I become free of tension. But every time I speak, every time I project the yang energy out, my body becomes tight. My energy becomes tight. And and, and so you see people are too much into the energy flowing out, and there's no attention on the energy flowing in. So when you wake up, you realize... When you find that command override switch, that I have control of the energy going out. And more importantly, I can go back into the stillness, the emptiness, the sunya, Mother Earth, God's grace, spiritual transformation, emptiness, nothingness, the void, the unmanifested, the unformed, the ocean of beingness. Dimension of consciousness, God's gift, and it's there. Because the only thing stopping you is the illusion that you're the sounds. And when you can let go of the sounds consciously, you are, you are cutting off the flow of energy to the ego. And now that you drop back into the being, and now since I control the tongue, I can sing songs of love. Why not? Yeah. Why not sing songs of love?
0: wonderful so this has been enchanting chat and conversation so far and uh, let's move ahead and i'm like i would like to switch the topic and talk about the public speaking part of it since you coach people on the public speaking and i'm really curious to understand who are the top two public speakers that you admire and what you like in them
1: when you're looking at a professional speaker number one Number one, do they have control of their emotional state? No matter what is said, there's no reaction to what is said, because I choose how I want to play the game, and I have no reaction to what's going on. And when you see amateur speakers, they're, they're not grounded. They're not pausing they're not they're not anchored in in the space. And so you look at the professional speaker, are they anchored and and are they able to create that space, that pause between the sounds that they speak? And so what you want to do is you want to practice in front of a mirror. Great place to practice. You'll notice that if I speak very fast, which I can speak very fast about many, many, many things, but I can't talk about that. I can speak about about 350 sounds per minute.
0: Yeah.
1: Average speaking, we're talking about, you're fast, by the way, which makes it more difficult for my ears to understand. Yeah. The the slowing down to 200 words per minute, which is more like I'm talking about right now, is about 200 words per minute, then slow it down to a very... Less sounds, more sunya, more space. And you are consciously creating that space. And when you do that, your, your psychology, your energy becomes more, more spacious, more open, more fluid, fluidity. There's like you, you, you're constipated. Your thoughts are too close together. Pausing allows the thoughts to be further apart which allows for a fluidity of motion or a circulation of energy, which takes you from an egoic into the being uh, experience of unity rather than separation. And it's available to everybody. From children, boy, children would be great (laughs) if you could get them to see that there's a space that they can create between the sounds that they speak when they're speaking. That would be a wonderful gift to the world.
0: Awesome. Great uh, observations and wonderful tips. And this has been fabulous conversation so far. But Alan, I would like to get to know other side of you and share it with our audience. So if you are ready, I'm going to kick off a quick, interesting rapid fire questions where you can answer them very crisply. (laughs) Wonderful. Very quickly. All right. (laughs) What is success
1: for you? Okay. Now speak slowly now, so you gotta give me a chance. If you're gonna throw the question at me, I I want you to be able to see if you can go a little slower.
0: Absolutely.
1: Hey well we'll we'll have a little test. Why not? A little little (laughs) test. See if you can when you ask me the question, yeah, are you able to stop for a count of one Mm. and then start again consciously? Okay. Good luck. What is success for you? All right. So, uh, you, you get a thought for, for one and then stop. This just how to be able to control the tongue. Because right now, the tongue controls, controls you. You don't control the tongue because you, you, you speak for the ego and ego is your mind. And boy, oh boy, you know, your mind is interested in the survival of the ego. All right, so go ahead and ask your question again. So I'll, I'll, I'll do better this time. <laughs> I gave you a second chance. Why not? Why not have a second chance? Sure. And then ask me the question. Okay, this is scene two, act two. All right. What is success for you, Ellen? Joy, which is, to me of consciousness comes from. Being able to share with with people and create experiences for people in which they're able to accelerate that, 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 that desire to, to burn the flame of mindfulness and presence and clarity and joy and be able to do that by public speaking. And actually, you earn your living doing it. You know, success can't get better than that.
0: What is best piece of advice that you have received so far? Coaching, and
1: coaching in a way that you have to stand up and perform your thoughts. So, putting yourself in environments and where you have to stand up and practice performing your thoughts would be beneficial. And the first environment you want to be able to do is: let's not worry about standing up and expressing your thoughts. Let's Just go to the bathroom, close the door, get a chair, sit in front of the mirror, and see if you can just be present, still, relaxed, eyes closed, feet flat on the floor, body totally relaxed. Open the eyes, look at the person in the mirror, and get yourself very, very, very still. And out of that stillness, begin to make sounds and pause and breathe between the sounds. And that will get your body trained so that when you go live in front of audiences, that flow of energy between the yin energy of the relaxation and the yang energy of the forward thrusting become more imbalanced, more balanced and boy when you're balanced it, it gives you an edge in your in your skills in terms of being a leader because you'll notice that you have control of the prana when you're balanced you have a space now there's you have a space i can breathe that pause which allows that more energy in my body which gives me gives me a, a competitive advantage over the competition if you're into that game
0: yeah here comes my next one if you could be any animal, what would it be? I like to
1: fly. I like to fly in my dreams. So I think the universe is telling me some something that flies. And I would like to fly one of the, in the Avatar movie, they fly these dragon looking things. That looks like a friend. If you, if you, if they like you, it's just your friend for life, and it, it's a great things. So I want to be one of those in the Avatar thing.
0: Interesting one, and that brings me to the last question out of rapid fire. What is one electronic gadget that you would like to see or invent yourself, Alan?
1: I love my Apple iPad, so that would be something that I would, I would love because it's very valuable and very, very useful. I like my iPhone, and I'm an Apple guy. So I I like pretty much all the Apple products.
0: Awesome. (laughs) That was a great rapid fire round. And with that, let's flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for today's conversation. So, Alan, what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers? Well, we train... People who are starting
1: out in their careers, usually they're college graduates looking for work in IT corporations. And so those IT corporations offer programs like the uh, SAP's program operating out of Dubai, the YPP program. And we train the people on their hard skills, the engineering skills, but we also train them on the, the soft skills. And the soft skills, are the speaking, the speaking skills you're going to have to talk? Uh, yeah, I got a job. Where we have, uh, yeah, 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 some skill and that you're going to be learning in order to have that resume.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. All right. So that, that was fabulous conversation. And thank you so much, Ellen, for joining me today and uh, sharing your insights. I really appreciate you taking time to join me today. And thank you. And uh, yeah, I would love to invite you again in future for covering some of the amazing uh, topics. And thank you once again.
1: Well, I one of the things that Warner Earhart gave me with the S trainings back in the 70s Mm-hmm. He said that the the speaking that I'm doing is granted by the listening. Yeah. Uh, so your ears are are open to hear the song that I'm singing, uh, and it's it's a joy for me to be able to have the ears open that allows me a flow of energy uh, with less resistance. Uh, more openness, and therefore it gives me a better ability to have fun and explain things that are okay, hopefully, challenging to, to, to understand. understand. So we'll say goodbye. So those that have, Thank you, Naveen. Uh,
0: Thank you, Alin. Bye-bye. 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 So folks, that was our episode with Alan Carroll and uh, thank you so much for joining me and before we move into the trivia section here is a request to you please subscribe to us in case if you haven't done already also if you have loved this episode and found the conversation useful request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice thank you so much in advance now let's hop into the trivia segment of today's episode today we had a wonderful conversation with Alan on how public speaking is going to influence someone's life and what are various factors that contribute to building the confidence in public speaking and all. I thought I would bring you a few facts about public speaking. The first one is fear of public speaking cuts wages by 10%. A fear of public speaking can have a significant impact on your career given that those who have it make about 10% less on average than those who don't. And, and that makes sense when you consider just how pervasive presentations are from the boardroom to the pitch room to the meetings. Nearly every industry involves some form of communication in front of a group. And next fact is that fear of public speaking inhibits promotion to management by 15%. In addition to lowering your potential wages, a fear of public speaking also makes it more difficult to be promoted to a management position. And even if you make it to a management role with this fear, it will be mighty tough to perform well, given how much group speaking is typically involved in these roles. So now you understood the importance of public speaking. Please go ahead and embark embark on improving your public speaking skills. And I strongly recommend you to enroll or register as a Toastmaster by finding the Toastmasters club nearby because that helped me personally grow as an individual and as a public speaker. So that's all for today. And thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Please do not uh, forget to share your topic recommendations or guest speaker suggestions through social media or email us at theguidingvoiceforyou at gmail.com. Friends, I'm your host Naveen, just a fellow IT professional but a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Until next time, bye-bye. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest.